Hello and welcome to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your host, Paris Grant, coming to you with everything financial, and I have an especially festive episode for you all today. A little bit of a weird time differential. I'm 23 at the time of recording, but I'll be 24 by the time you hear this. But outside of my birthday, we do also have a lot of other major holidays, admittedly less major, uh, holidays coming up between now and the end of the year. We got Thanksgiving, we got Black Friday, we got Christmas, New Year's, and if there's any birthdays in between there and any other holidays you might celebrate, it can spell a lot of spending, really. It can be a very expensive time of the month. And I know you guys have been listening to the podcast for a long time now. You've got your spending in order, you started investing, you're paying down that debt, you're saving. I think that the holidays can provide an enormous opportunity for you to either continue or it can be the month that really breaks you down and sets you back a lot financially if you're not prepared. I prepared some statistics for you all to talk about throughout the episode, as well as some tips and tricks that you can use to make sure that the holidays don't bankrupt you or cripple you financially in any way, shape, or form. That being said, the holidays is all about giving, and I don't want you guys to be thinking too much with your wallets and not enough with your hearts. So the fundraiser is still going on, All you have to do is make sure that you're listening to these ads that I've recorded to make super interesting just for you guys. And you'll be actually contributing to helping families have places to stay in the Ronald McDonald houses this uh, holiday season. So just go ahead and listen to those ads. The fundraiser is still going on. We only have about a couple more weeks left of it. So make sure you're listening to them ads and make sure that you're telling your friends to come listen to the show, even if it's just to listen to the ads, because it's not even for me now. It's for them. But yeah, that's the episode right now. I do not have a new segment. I don't like doing them in the middle of the week, so you can expect one on my next episode. But yeah, that's it for the intro. That's what we're going to be talking about on today's show. Play a quick little ad for you guys. We're going to get right started. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we are back. This episode is all about how to spend effectively, efficiently, and the best way possible on during the holidays. So I've developed kind of, I want to say about 10, 15 tips and tricks that you can use that will hopefully help you keep your expenses down during the holidays while delivering maximum happiness and joy to your friends and family. Number one. So I'm, yeah, I'm jumping right into it right now. Number one. Develop a very strict criteria for gift giving. And it's going to vary between person to person, depending on what holidays you're celebrating. But you want to have a criteria so that you can basically screen yourself before you end up making bad money decisions. This criteria can be something as simple as I won't spend more than 2% of my budget on a single gift. Or I'm only going to buy gifts for my five closest friends. Or I'm only going to buy gifts for you if you're in my contacts it can be whatever it is and whatever works for you but this is going to provide you with a screener so that you will be able to stop yourself before you even get started oh this person's not on the list okay i'm not getting them a gift anyway or i mean and you can be as i guess kind of callous as you want to be or you can be as kind of giving as you want to be but having this criteria will you know definitely be a good first starting step number two i mentioned it briefly within this one set a budget I'm, I think the one detriment of this podcast, because I didn't get started at the beginning of the year, this will be the first like holiday season that I'm going through. I recommend that every month, starting in January, you kind of start putting aside money so that by the time that you get to the holiday season, 
it'll be you'll, oh okay finally I can, I can finally use the money i've been saving up and it'll kind of give you a lot more leeway and you won't feel like you're breaking yourself to go buy gifts because you've been saving this whole time but whatever the case may be set a budget and stick to it so it kind of goes into number one set a budget it could be a thousand dollars two thousand dollars whatever amount or metric that you want to go use set a budget and you will not go above or below that budget and the reason for this is that marketing nowadays is pretty crazy and a lot of us feel a lot of pressure to go buy gifts for people we want to go stretch ourselves and get people the best thing possible because they deserve it and i'm sure that they do but you have to remember that your financial fitness is probably the most important thing for you and the best thing you can do for the people around you is be financially secure think about that set a budget and if your gift can't be the best one possible this year that use that as motivation to propel you to want to increase your income so that you'll be able to buy better gifts later on or just promise yourself okay starting now i'm going to start putting aside 10 percent, 5 percent, whatever amount you feel comfortable with so that way next time christmas comes around you'll have a way bigger budget but you won't feel like it's taking so much from your net worth number three be sentimental don't buy gifts just because i know a lot of us we, oh we have like that one friend who is into birds so that we say oh I, I don't know what to buy something i don't know what to buy for that person so i'm just gonna go buy a bird cage you know you kind of just think about something and you're kind of like it's loosely related somehow so it's gonna work i think that the best gifts are the ones that kind of showcase how much you care and appreciate the person you're giving them to so get to know the person you're gonna give the gifts to and make sure it's something that kind of comes from the heart my goal i mean my whole thing is and i feel like it's something that resonates for a lot of us is that sometimes it's not actual giving of a gift that makes you feel good it's literally just like watching the person open it like seeing that look in their face when they see it and they realize like oh wow you really thought about this that to me is more is more special than anything and you don't always necessarily have to get the most expensive gift to get that feeling so be sentimental with your gift giving please all right so now i got a little bit of a threefer for you guys all right it's three different tips all rolled into one but even if you only do one of these tips you'll still be good start early order online and combine orders so all right let's break this down start early i said what like up last month that the best time to start planning for the holiday season was then next best time is now we're not in December yet, so we still got some time even before Thanksgiving. So you may have some a little bit of time. Might have a paycheck or two coming in that you can kind of use to kind of finesse. Might have to do might have to do some extreme saving, but starting early is the best thing you could possibly do. We know how the lines get. We know how intense and crazy it gets out there. And a lot of us delude ourselves into believing, oh no, that's when all the best deals are. That's why it's so packed. Blah blah blah. Buy it now. Save yourself the headache, the trouble, the gas, the time, all of that by starting early. And then take it a step further by ordering online. I don't know how many people actually like to go shop in person. I, for one, do not enjoy it. But things are a lot simpler. There's a lot bigger selection. There's a lot more time to do your research when you're ordering online. And with Amazon, you got like two-day shipping anyway. So what's the difference between walking into the mall where it's all packed up and oh my god it gives me anxiety just thinking about it when you can just order online have everything come over to you and if you just keep it like that and say that it's a gift you can just wrap up the amazon box right there save yourself another big headache 
And then when you're ordering online, a lot of, even if it's not through Amazon, combining orders is a big, big major play. A lot of times with a lot of deals, especially during the holiday season, they'll give you free shipping or a certain kind of discount if you order within a certain amount. So taking it back to being sentimental, if you know three, four people, or maybe just even the same person who's just really into something, when you're ordering, you can kind of say, okay, like I'm gonna get this. And that's the reason why I bring up Amazon because they have just a huge selection of like anything. You could just buy everything on Amazon. Because I'm gonna buy this for that person, this for that person, this for that person. And because you develop that strict criteria, because you've planned for this, you know what you're gonna get everybody. You kind of know the general theme that you're going for with each gift you're giving. So this will make it so that when you're put, putting everything in your cart, you can get buy as much stuff as you can possibly right there, get the deals, and you'll end up saving a lot of money through there. So, yeah, so that's so those are a couple right there. That's about five or six tips and tricks that you can use this holiday season to reduce your spending or just basically give yourself a whole new gift giving philosophy. We're going to take a quick little break and then I got another five or six for you guys. Thank you guys for listening and make sure to listen to the ads because this is the season of giving. And we are back with tips and tricks for holiday spending. So we got about five or six out in the first part and we're going to finish it off. We're going to finish off the second half right now. So we've talked about developing strict criteria, budgeting, being sentimental with your gift giving, starting early and ordering online. So now let's kind of go into some other ways to save and maybe some other ideas for gifts that you might not have even thought of up until now. Uh, something I'm really into and something I plan on doing this year is donating on someone's behalf. I've been really big into donating and just kind of using my money to change the world around me and make it a better place. And I think a lot of times we know people who care a lot, who might care a lot about a cause who maybe don't contribute to like, you know, any sort of charity or anything like that. So sometimes I think that donating on someone's behalf can be one of the most beautiful things because you're bringing change to the world and you're saying like, I'm doing this in your name. So if you know somebody who's really passionate about trees and like nature preservation, if you donate to a charity and just send them a card or letter saying, hey, like, I know that this is important to you. So I use my money to make to kind of like, you know, exact the sort of change that you would want. That can be a very beautiful thing. And as somebody who's really big into donating, that's something I plan on doing this year, because I know a lot of people in my life who are very passionate about certain projects and ideas, and they do a lot of work real time, like with themselves, like usually it's their like their work the reason why they're doing it so i think that by donating i'll be able to say okay look like while you're doing this i'm also doing this and i'm doing it for you so that's a really good idea and then make presents a lot of us aren't very like arts and craftsy i know that myself i'm not very arts and craftsy i'm a lot better with my voice and speaking and that sort of thing but i think that when you make a gift a lot of times people are scared of being looked at as cheap or they don't want to it seems almost corny but I think it could be very sweet. And if you think back to the tip number three, which was being sentimental, I think there's nothing more sentimental than handcrafting something. And even if it comes out bad, in a way, it's almost like a pug. Even if it's really ugly, it's cute because it's ugly. You know what I mean? So if you go to like a pottery class and you make somebody a vase just because, and you color it in a way that makes you think about them and you give it to them, even if it's the worst vase they've ever seen, just knowing that you made it is gonna make that gift mean a lot, lot more. And I can guarantee you that person's probably gonna have that vase sitting somewhere inside their house. So yeah, don't get, I mean, that's just one idea. There's a lot of different things you can make. Uh, like I said, I'm not super arts and crafty, so I can't, I'm not the best help there, but I'm sure if you go to Michael's, somebody there will be able to help you out. 
personalize the gifts. So this kind of goes into, like I said, being sentimental and developing that strict criteria. There is nothing worse for me than receiving like gift cards, knowing that like the person just went out and bought like 10 gift cards and just handing them out to people who they couldn't think to buy gifts for. One, because I hate, I hate the concept of gift cards. And also because I don't like feeling like, oh, I just felt like I had to get this person something. For me, I'd rather just not get anything. And I think a lot of people also feel this way. It can be a little awkward sometimes when you feel like, oh, like I didn't get you. I got everybody else something, but not you. Develop that criteria. Make it something that you're not going to feel bad about moving forward. It's not something that's going to ruin your relationships. But make sure when you buy gifts for people that you that you're starting early and that you can do that research to see something that they would actually like, something that would actually bring value and joy into their lives. Do not buy people gift cards unless it's for a place that you know that they're very passionate about shopping at and supporting. Do not just go put in like, don't go buy a pair of socks and just, I mean, I guess you could buy socks. I would not mind getting a pair of socks, but you know, try to make more, most of your gifts personal to the person so that they feel like you're really buying it for them and not just buying it for the sake of buying it. Remember, the way you spend your money reflects the world you want to live in. So do you, if you want to live in a place where everything is more genuine and personalized, use your money to do so. Say no to random gift exchanges. I'm not even sure what number I'm on, so I'm just shouting out the tips at this point. But I don't know how many times people sign up for Secret Santas at places that they don't even work at or just because they want to go do it. Or, you know, you get amongst your friends, you guys all decide to go do it. I mean, one, you should be buying gifts for your friends anyway, but... For me, gift exchanges just represent a chance for you to have to go buy something that you don't even know if the person's going to like. I hate secret Santas. I don't like not knowing. And then I like it just for me, I can understand the concept of why people do it. But if you're talking through the lens of saving money, you're just looking at another excuse to spend more money that you might not have planned for. So say no to random gift exchanges. And then we got my last one here. My last, last one. And this one might catch a lot of flack. Regift. Really and truly, just like uh, making presents, this can be looked at as something that's cheap, something ingenuine, something like, you know, like you shouldn't do. But really and truly, if somebody gets you something that's not really adding any value or joy into your life, and you know that it would do so for somebody else, there's no real loss in that. Because now the person who bought you the gift has made you happy by getting you a gift. And if it's something that you didn't even like, it wasn't personal to you, wasn't sentimental, you know, there's no real connection there. But then there's somebody out there who can, who's going to receive that gift and say, oh, my God, wow, thank you. I'd rather give it to that person. They're going to get they're going to be a lot happier with it than I am. And it's almost like to me, you can really just think of it almost like just donating. You're just giving the gift to its rightful owner, really. So those are all my tips and tricks for spending on this holiday season. Holiday spending is expected to be at seven hundred twenty billion this year. That's a thousand and seven dollars and twenty four cents for each person. That's that could be a lot of money. That could be a little bit of money. It might be a lot more. It might be a lot less than you're planning on spending. It might be a lot more than you're planning on spending. It doesn't matter where you really fit into it. I just want to make sure that in respect to your financial journey, in respect to what you want out of your life, not, you know, if you're thinking about Christmases 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years from now, what do you want those Christmases to look like? What do you want your life to look like? Who do you want to be in your life? These are the things I want you to be thinking about. And by setting this foundation now, you'll be able to kind of be, you'll be able to carry that on through the years. I remember when I got my first job, I was really, really excited to be able to buy gifts and like use my own money to go do things for people. And I realized that 
during the holidays, we feel a lot more tempted to spend than we do at any other time. There's so much pressure. There's so much marketing. There's so much going into it that, you know, an episode like this is warranted because a lot of us will lose our way and then have to kind of restart and pick things back up in January, which kind of fits into the whole New Year's resolution thing. But I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe in follow through and being consistent. So use these tips and tricks to the best of your ability. I hope that you guys all have an amazing holidays and I'm wishing nothing but joy and happiness and health and wealth to everybody listening and to all of your friends and family, everybody connected, everyone in the world, really. This is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. I'm going to play one more ad and then we're finishing out the show. And that is all for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really genuinely appreciate the support. And seeing as I really started putting out these episodes this year and really started to catch my stride this year, I'm really happy for everything you guys have done thus far, for the plays, for the downloads, for the reviews, for all of that, listening to the ads, the crit, the critiques, everything you guys have done for me has made it immensely, immensely pleasurable to do this podcast. Nobody gets, nobody wakes me up in the morning and puts a gun to my head and says, you got to go record some episodes right now. I literally wake up excited to go record because I love adding value to all of you. So at the end of every episode, I want to make sure that you guys give yourselves your own round of applause. Also, I will be back next episode talking about dividend investing. I usually do not like to talk about what I'm going to do on the next episode just to kind of give you, keep you guys in the dark, but I want to start kind of playing it out so you guys, so you guys know what you're getting yourselves into. Remember that the three pillars of building wealth are your income, your expenses, and how much you save and invest. So each episode you already know is going to have something to do with some of those. This one obviously had to do with saving and investing, somewhat to do with expenses. And the next one will be doing a lot more about like income, which, which is dividends. So thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe so that you can tune into every other episode. And make sure that you're telling your friends to subscribe because this is the best money podcast out there. And if you forgot what it was, this is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. And here, we don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million. Happy holidays.